Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 15th of November. Over the next few minutes, we'll take you through everything that you need to know so that you can start your day ahead of the curve. The big story overnight has to be the inflation print in the US. It came as a bit of a surprise to economists and market participants, the US CPI falling to 3.2% in October from 3.7% in the previous month, helped along by cooling gasoline prices. Consensus estimates by economists had pegged it marginally higher at 3.3%. The other crucial subset that is leading to cheers is the core inflation print, and that which removes, of course, food and fuel from the CPI basket, stood at 4%, lower than the consensus estimate of 4.1%. This is being seen as a sign that the Fed's interest rate hikes, which have brought policy rates to the highest level in a decade and a half, are showing signs of having worked. And what's more, there hasn't been too bad a slowdown in the US economy, at least not yet. The reaction in the markets reflected this cheer, with the bond markets and equity markets rallying and the dollar saw selling. The yield on the 10-year Treasury fell 19 basis points to 4.45%. And remember, just a few weeks back, it was very close to that 5% mark. The Bloomberg dollar index, meanwhile, dropped by over a percent. The equity markets saw a sharp up move with the Dow and the S&P 500 rising 1.4 and 1.9% respectively and the Nasdaq climbing 2.4%. Now back home as well, we had the CPI print for October after market hours on Monday and inflation as measured by the Consumer Price Index rose 4.87% from a year ago in October and that's a slower pace than the 5.02% recorded in the previous month. It was slightly higher than estimates, the slowdown coming from a reduction in core inflation. Food inflation, which continues to be a concern, remained elevated. There will likely be a more measured response to the latest data here because the RBI has said that it expects CPI to climb in December before cooling eventually. The other big story we're tracking is a reshuffle by the MSCI in its Emerging Markets Index. As a result of the latest review, a number of stocks have been added to the index. And those are Tata Motors, Indusin Bank, Polycab and Macrotech developers in the large cap index and PTM parent 197 Communications and Tata Communications in the mid cap index. Meanwhile, APL Apollo Tubes, Persistent Systems and Suzlon Energy were upgraded to the mid cap index from the small cap index. Now, turning to other news, Subroto Roy, the founder of the Sahara Group, died on Tuesday at the age of 75 after a prolonged illness. He had been admitted to the Kokila Ben Hospital in Mumbai on Sunday. Moving on, the Berman family, which is the owner, as you know, of the Dabur Group, has denied receiving any communication on a Mumbai police first information report pertaining to their alleged involvement in the probe into the Mahadev betting app scam. According to a report by ANI, Mumbai police has registered a case against 32 people, including the director of Dabur, Gaurav Burman, and the company chairman Mohit Burman, in connection with Mahadev betting app under various sections of fraud and gambling.
In other international news, the House of Representatives in the US has just a short while back successfully passed a bill to prevent a government shutdown before the holiday season, securing broad bipartisan support with a vote of 336 to 95. That's according to a Fox News report. Only two Democrats and 93 Republicans voted against the bill. The legislation will now advance to the Senate, where Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has indicated swift consideration. Now, Chinese President Xi Jinping has arrived in San Francisco for a meeting with the U.S. President Joe Biden, and this is his first trip to the U.S. in six years. He was greeted by Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen who is credited for having cleared the path diplomatically for this visit. In a brief statement to reporters before he left for San Francisco, Biden said that his administration was trying to change the relationship with China for the better. Finally, Japan's economy has slowed faster than expected in the quarter ended September. The provisional numbers indicated that the GDP contracted by 2.1%. It was expected to contract by 0.6%. This increases the complexity for the Bank of Japan, which has off late been studying the feasibility of its ultra-easy monetary policy. Now, finally, all the early risers in the Asia-Pacific region have opened strongly positive as expected. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. How's it looking today? Good morning, Alex. Well, the Chinese measures... Um as well as the U.S. inflation readings, both would lead one to believe that the relief rally nation stocks is likely to get yet another boost on softer on 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 both of these notes. Now we've spoken at length, I'm sure, about the U.S. inflation readings. Just a small word of this Chinese um, measures. Now these are media reports. Remember that. But if this is confirmed, and a lot of people believe that there's a higher likelihood of this happening. This will add to the long list of piecemeal measures announced by China to support its economy and financial markets. Now, keep in mind that one outcome of this is also that the rotation from some of the other EM stocks into Chinese stocks gains traction simply because China is cheap relative to a bunch of other emerging markets, including India. Now, does this really, really alter the Indian trajectory? Remains to be seen. Um, a lot of people, including Rhythm Desai, I believe, that uh, the nature of money chasing India and China is completely different. So let's wait and watch uh, what happens there. Um, sure, the big meet of Joe Biden and Xi Jinping has been marked. And if there are positive outcomes from that meeting as well, it will only add to the Chinese fervor, um, which is great from the Chinese market's perspective uh, for the other EMs. Let's wait and watch. Nevertheless, the key stocks to monitor as we wrap up the earnings season today um, well, the MSCI changes uh, and maybe Alex, you've already marked it, but I'll just keep mention that there is no surprise here. I mean, so Indusind Bank, Polycab, Macrotech being added to the large cap index, 197 or Tata Communication added to the mid cap index or APL Apollo persistent and Suzlon moved from mid cap to small cap. There's hardly any change there. So keep that in the back of your mind. Manapuram Finance, decent numbers. Uh, uh, the PAT up at 420 crores versus estimated at 386. Brokerages are up the target price, including Morgan Stanley uh, to 200 from 183. Watch out for this one. NRB bearings thought at a good number. Revenue is up 8%, but the margins really expanded as a result of which PAT was up 85%. Watch out for that. Narayan Rudalaya, good numbers. Revenues were in line, but margins expanded 
meaningfully 23.6 versus 22.3 as a result of which the pat was 226 versus 178 crores watch out for that sigachi industries had good numbers and ptc industries announces a multi-year contract with safran aircraft engines which is the french global leader and in and in, in this contract ptc will produce titanium casting parts for safran aircraft engines so do watch out for that as well a clutch of uh, small upticks to brokerages uh, so that has to be kept in mind as well that some of these names uh, like Hindalco, uh, like Adani Ports, like Aurobindo, as I said, Manapuram Finance, all of these have seen an uptick to target prices. So those have to be kept in mind as well. With this, it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 